Recently, I came across a very interesting article in the U.S. National Library of Medicine where they studied the brain patterns of Vata people, Pitta people and Kapha people. And it was very interesting to read that article. According to this research, um, there are six major systems of our nervous system and they are the prefrontal, then there is the reticular activating system called RAC, autonomic nervous system is the third one, the fourth is the enteric nervous system, the fifth is the limbic system, and the last is the hypothalamic control. So they did this research on vata-dominant brain, pitta-dominant brain, and kapha-dominant brain, Since we are talking about Vata mind today, I would just focus on the research done on the Vata brain. And it's really very, very interesting because the research is identical to what Ayurveda says how the imbalance in the Vata mind looks. Namaste everyone. Today I would like to talk about our monkey mind. The topic of the episode is how to tame our monkey mind. I felt the topic is very appropriate because Hanuman Jayanti is coming this Saturday, which is May 16th. And most of you might be familiar with the Lord Hanuman, the monkey god, the son of the wind god. In yoga, Hanuman is referred to as the god of pranayama. So he is really the God who can balance the Vata Dosha in Ayurveda. Most of you are familiar with Ayurveda, I'm guessing, and there are those three main constitutions, Vata, Pitta and Kapha. And mind is made up of mainly ether and air. And Vata Dosha is made up of what? Ether and air. So of all the constitutions, Vata, Pitta and Kapha, Vata dominant personalities are impacted with lot of mental issues, emotional issues. So this episode is about talking on the Vata mind, how the imbalanced Vata mind is like a monkey mind. If we Google monkey mind, we will come to know there are many words that describe what the monkey mind feels like. The words used are unsettled, restless, capricious, whimsical, indecisive, confused, 
uncontrollable, fanciful, inconstant. So if you see the descriptions of the monkey mind, all this feels very familiar to an imbalanced vata mind. Most of my clients that I have, at least 85% of my clients are vata dominant personalities. And when they have imbalances in the vata mind, I can see all these qualities come out. And uh, it is very hard to tame vata dosha according to Ayurveda. Of all the three doshas, vata, pitta and kapha, Vata dosha is the one that takes the most time and also it's called as the king of doshas. So if the vata gets imbalanced, eventually it will bring the pitta and kapha down with it. So it is very important to pay attention whenever we have an imbalance in vata, be it in the body or in the mind, especially in the mind because it is the mind that controls our body. So it is very important to make sure our vata is really balanced. Recently, I came across a very interesting article in the US National Library of Medicine where they studied the brain patterns of vata people, pitta people and kapha people. And it was very interesting to read that article According to this research, uh, there are six major systems of our nervous system and they are the prefrontal, then there is the reticular activating system called RAC, autonomic nervous system is the third one, the fourth is the enteric nervous system, the fifth is the limbic system and the last is the hypothalamic control. So they did this research on vata-dominant brain, pitta-dominant brain, and kapha-dominant brain. Since we are talking about vata mind today, I would just focus on the research done on the vata brain. And it's really very, very interesting because the research is identical to what Ayurveda says how the imbalance in the vata mind looks so the first one is the prefrontal and for the vata dominant brain, the prefrontal is responsible for the decision making and the vata brain types have a high range of prefrontal functioning. What that means is they get easily overstimulated. They perform activities very quickly. They are easily overstimulated. Prefrontal uh, examination of the vata brain gave them information that vata brain learns very quickly, but it also forgets very quickly, more quickly than what they learn. And they are very good in multitasking, but they don't really focus on any task. They are more focused on doing many tasks at the same time but they don't have concentrated focus on any task. And that's exactly what Ayurveda tells us when there is an imbalanced vata mind. The second system is the reticular activating system, RAS, 
of the brain and this is responsible for arousal level. It determines if we are highly alert, relaxed or asleep. So the vata dominant brain again exhibits a very high range of arousal levels. Um, they have a sense of overreacting to the world and that is very typical especially when the vata is imbalanced in the mind. Ayurveda also says that they are very overreacting um, to any event, uh, be it good or bad. And in my own personal um, life, when I interact with my vata-dominant clients and I see um, issues in the vata-imbalanced mind, I get emails and I see generally a pattern where this RAS, the reticular activating system, triggers them to put a lot of exclamations in the email where it's really not required. Like they'll just say hello Akshata with like four or five exclamations when they really don't know me. That feels too much. That's the excess overreaction there. They will have a lot of emojis on certain things which really don't require that much emojis. So there is that overreaction, um, over emotions coming out. And generally they are not sincere also because it's the imbalance vata and they just at that time they also overcome it or... Um, over appreciate you it's everything is in excess so when you read that kind of email at least intuitively I see that to be not sincere and that is a red flag in fact for me to know that this client is quite heavily imbalanced in the vata mind and I take the Ayurveda approach on balancing the mind so again the research is very um, right on saying there is overreaction by the imbalanced vata mind. Now let's look at the third system that is the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system is responsible for the sympathetic that is the fight or flight response and also the parasympathetic that is tend and befriend kind of system. And again, when they looked at the vata-dominant brain type, they found that the fight and flight response is easily turned on in vata people. And it's also quite variable, like it goes up and down. And the vata-dominant mind people are very sensitive to pain and cold temperatures. Again, Ayurveda is right on the money. Vata dominant people are sensitive to pain and to the cold temperatures. In fact, they have poor circulation. Their limbs are generally cold. Their hands are cold. Um, and from the Western research paper, the high sympathetic activation reduces the periphery blood flow. And that's why there is poor circulation. So I'm just amazed how the western research on vata brain pitta brain and kapha brain is so accurate and how ayurveda has really described it 
thousands of years back. So this research really made me very happy the day I found this. Now let's look at the fourth system that is the enteric nervous system which is really responsible for digestion. And as you know, Ayurveda digestion is the foundation of Ayurveda, the Agni, the digestive fire. And the Vata brain type have a high range of digestive power in the research done by the U.S. Medical Library. What that means is they have very variable digestion, um, very irregular appetite. They get hungry sometimes. They don't get hungry sometimes. They tend to eat a lot sometimes. Sometimes they just don't want to eat anything. So it's a very irregular appetite. And that irregular appetite leads to irregular bowel movements naturally. So again, constipation issues, gas, bloating, irritable bowel syndrome, all come in the territory of this vata imbalance in the enteric nervous system. And vata people of 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 all the three doshas, the vata, pitta and kapha, it is the vata people who get mostly affected by eating late at night or even overeating. So again, it is so accurate to what Ayurveda analysis has done for the vata digestion. It's very variable, it's very irregular and in general, there's a weak digestive metabolic fire for vata uh, mindset. The fifth system is the limbic system and limbic system is responsible for our emotions and that is a big thing for vata dominant mind. The amygdala is responsible for the survival and fear response and for the vata dominant brain the limbic system is highly highly sensitive to the changes happening in the environment. The emotions are very rapid, very rich and highly variable. So when this um, limbic system is overactivated, the vata mind people have excessive fear and different kinds of phobias. And I see that in my vata dominant clients where they have... So many different kinds of fear. They might have fear for the food. Uh, they might be very conscious on their weight. They are fearful of... Um, they have the f um, scarcity mindset. They are very fearful that they will lose all their money and they'll be financially broke. Many of my Vata clients I have seen have fear in relationship issues. They fear that their partner might cheat on them. They might break the relationship. So the fear runs very high in Vata mindset. And again, the research has come very accurate, saying the limbic system, which is responsible for emotions, is very high and variable in Vata mindset. Now, the last system is the hypothalamus. And most of you might know the hypothalamus is responsible for homeostasis and it controls our responses to challenges and um, 
The Vata mindset, the hypothalamus, is constantly changing the state of mind and body. So Vata people can experience sudden burst of rest. They just feel like taking a rest now. They just zone out. And at the same time, they can immediately have a burst of activity. They want to do something. And they just are in the top gear to do things. But again, they will lose that energy and they will just do that spacey, wandering phase. And it is this hypothalamus that also makes them to frequently snack or drink. So they are not in control of their situations. And that is very accurate analysis because that's what Ayurveda also exactly tells us. So I just wanted to share this research um, with you all. And this was done in the U.S. National Library of Medicine. It's a neuro model of individual differences, the vata, pitta, and kapha. And maybe some other time I will also share with you the results of the pitta brain and the kapha brain as well. And they have also come out accurate how Ayurveda has given its analysis on the pitta-dominant brain and the kapha-dominant brain. So I hope you found this uh, research very interesting. One of the important medium of fat I tell my clients, especially when they are imbalanced in the mind, is to use organic homemade ghee. And I think you all know ghee. It is the clarified butter Almost all health grocery stores in the U.S. carry ghee now. But I strongly encourage everyone to make ghee at home. It takes about 20 to 25 minutes. It's very easy to make and it tastes amazingly good when you make it at home. The store-bought one is not the traditional Ayurveda ghee that you're supposed to have. If you read original texts of Ayurveda like Charaka Samhita, you will know that ghee has been used for centuries in India and it is best to balance the vata mind, it's best to balance pitta, it stokes the digestive fire, it is called as deepana. But another interesting thing I want to share about ghee and you may not be familiar with it is called Purana Grata. Purana Grata means Purana is old, Grata is ghee in Sanskrit. So ghee that is kept for at least one year to ten years. Yes, you heard me right. Ghee never spoils. So you can keep it for hundred years and it is used as a medicated ghee in Ayurveda. It is very, very special if it's a hundred year old ghee. Anything that is older than 10 years, it's called as Prapurana Grita. But Purana Grita, which is the ghee that can be as old as 1 year or up to 10 years old, is used especially as a medicated ghee with Ayurveda herbs to balance the imbalanced Vata mind. So that Purana Grita is used for schizophrenia, insanity, epilepsy, seizures, uh, fainting. 
any kind of toxic conditions eye disorders headache uh disorders pertaining to any kind of brain issues it's also used for gynecological disorders ear disorders uh psychological disorders puranagrita the ghee which is at least 1 year old up to 10 years old is administered by ayurveda physicians with ayurvedic herbs and it is very very beneficial to balance the vata mind i make ghee especially during full moon day that is the time i feel the ghee tastes best and even the ancient ayurvedic texts say the best time to make ghee is during the full moon day and it tastes also amazingly good during that time and that is because of the lunar energy the soma energy and it infuses all the nice cooling energy of the moon it really helps to balance the women um reproductive organs it also helps to balance the moods um anything related to emotional issues ghee really helps to balance So I would say try incorporating ghee if you have any issues with your vata mind. Another important thing that balances the vata mind is ojas. I like to call ojas as the cosmic elixir. In Ayurveda ojas is the final the final product of digestion. so if we have optimum digestive fire we build the highest quality of ojas in our body but we also can download ojas from the cosmos that we can do by reciting vedic mantras or any kind of spiritual mantras that you gravitate towards but saying it with all our heart with all our devotion and reverence really downloads the best quality ojas the cosmic elixir from the cosmos directly and meditations sitting for long periods of meditation communing with the divine the higher intelligence within us also bestows on us the highest grade of ojas Ojas according to Ayurveda is the refined byproduct of kapha. So to balance the vata mind we need the stability, the security, the grounding, the unctuousness of ojas. That's when the mind feels secure, balanced and loved. Ojas is all about love and nourishment also if in this life you were blessed with a good mother the motherly love that the mother showers on her children is a form of ojas so that unconditional loving comes is infused with ojas and just as the refined byproduct of kapha is ojas the refined byproduct of pitta is tejas and for vata the refined byproduct is prana 
So ojas is really important to make sure our vata mind is healthy, balanced, calm, centered, grounded. Another practical example I like to give here is again this is with the experience of doing consultations for so many years and having vata dominant clients. Um, a pattern I have seen in in my clients who have lack of ojas is they have a hard time participating in someone else's success in someone else's joy they just feel you can see it is a form of jealousy that comes out naturally is why do they have it why do they have it so fast i don't think they are worthy of it they got it so easy i don't think they are really deserve it you know those kinds of harmful thoughts arise in their mind and that is because of lack of ojas it is the ojas that also gives us that healthy self esteem that confidence it is only when you participate in your own life when you participate in your life when you genuinely celebrate your successes it's only then you feel like participating in someone else's joy if you lack that in your own life how can you offer it to someone so that is also another um check that you we all can do is to see if we have enough ojas in our life do this introspection on yourself and see do you really honestly participate in someone else's success or joy and that is a good indicator how good quality ojas is being produced and downloaded from the cosmos directly so these are some practical tips on how to balance our vata mind and as if you are interested more on the diet aspect of how to eat rightly to balance the vata mind and the vata body you can listen to my earlier episode the title is fall into ayurveda i think it was the third or fourth episode i did so if you want diet guidelines to balance vata mind and body please listen to that episode and i have given a detailed description on it but this episode i just wanted to focus on the vata mind and i hope you found this helpful and as i said in the beginning this is in honor of lord hanuman the monkey god i think i would like to share with you hanuman chalisa that is the most popular mantra or the prayer we can offer hanuman chalisa chalisa means 40 so there are 40 um strings of mantra that really describes the lord hanuman but i will just recite to you one paragraph of this hanuman chalisa shri guru charana sarojaraja निज मन मुकुर सुधारी 
वरनाऊ रघुवर विमल जसु चोदायकु फलचारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानिके सुमिराव पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मोही हर हुकलेश विकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपी सतिहु लोक उजागर The English translation of the Hanuman Chalisa I just recited is as follows After cleansing the mirror of my mind with the dust of holy guru's lotus feet I profess the pure untainted glory of Sri Raghuvar which bestows the fourfold fruits of life dharma artha kama and moksha fully aware of the deficiency of my intelligence i concentrate my attention on pavan kumar and humbly ask for strength intelligence and true knowledge to relieve me of all blemishes causing pain victory to thee o hanuman ocean of wisdom All hail to you O Kapisha fountain head of power wisdom and Shiva Shakti you illuminate all the three worlds entire cosmos with your glory but this mantra really balances grounds our root chakra helps to balance the vata mind it has a very powerful effect So I would um strongly suggest you try reciting Hanuman Chalisa you can just google it it's a very powerful um prayer to Hanuman or you can call it a mantra that you can find on YouTube or on Google and try to recite at least one line and then slowly you will get familiarized with it and in just few days you can be a pro in reciting hanuman chalisa i hope you found this vata mind episode helpful and got to know how ayurveda treats vata mind the monkey mind if you are serious in balancing your vata dosha and you want to know the diet aspect per ayurveda please listen to my earlier episode which is called fall into ayurveda i will also put the link in the description of this episode so it would be easier for you to find and if you find these podcast episodes helpful uh, in your ayurveda journey in your lifestyle to live more natural more organic more fulfilled life then i would really invite you to rate my podcast give a review to it and also write a comment what is that you like about my dosha karma dharma podcast and if any of the listeners would take this time to write a comment 
and give me a review on the Apple podcast, I would like to send you a gift where I have crafted my own recipes on Ayurveda beverages. So you will get recipes for Ayurveda mojitos, Ayurveda lime summer lemonade, how to use hibiscus. Yes, hibiscus is energetically very cooling. How would you make a drink with that to pacify your pitta during summertime? So there are amazing Ayurveda beverages. It is an ebook that I will give you the link if you send me a snapshot of the rating and the comment you put on the Apple podcast. I would be really deeply appreciative of this. And this has been a pleasure sharing about Ayurveda with you all today and hope to catch you again in the next episode. Thank you and Namaste. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti